in today's episode, we'll be diving into the captivating realm of the Hofstede model, a tool that helps us understand how cultures vary across different countries. I will talk about why you should care about culture and why it's important for experimentation. Different cultures have unique preferences, values and behavior. What works in one country might not resonate with another, and that's where the Hofstede model comes in. Welcome to an exciting new episode of Golden Nuggets for Experimentation, where we explore the fascinating world of cross-cultural understanding and how it impacts experimentation. I'm your host Sander Volpeda and I can't wait to tell you more about cross-border experimentation. Like I mentioned earlier, we're going to talk about the Hofstede model. The Hofstede model provides us with a framework to understand cultural dimensions. It helps us grasp the fundamental differences between societies by exploring aspects like individualism, masculinity, power distance, uncertainty avoidance and long-term orientation. But first, why is this relevant for your CRO journey? Picture this, you're an ambitious entrepreneur or working for a cross-border growing company who wants to expand their business globally by employing the Hofstede model, you can adapt your website and marketing strategies, and even product offerings to fit the unique cultural nuances of each country you are targeting. By running experiments in different countries and tailoring your approach accordingly, you can optimize your conversion rates to extreme levels. Understanding the cultural values and preferences of your target audience allows you to connect with them on a deeper level, building trust and increasing the likelihood of conversions. Alright, let's kick things off with the first dimension. It's called individualism versus collectivism. It's all about personal achievement, independence and standing out from the crowd. On the flip side, collectivist cultures such as Japan prioritize the group of over the individual. They emphasize harmony cooperation and loyalty to the community. So how does this tie into conversion rate optimization? Imagine tailoring your marketing campaigns to reflect either individualistic or collectivist values, depending on your target audience. Understanding whether they value personal gain or group harmony can significantly impact the effectiveness of your message and ultimately drive conversions. Moving on to our next dimension. It's masculinity versus femininity. No, we're not talking about gender here. We are exploring cultural values associated with assertiveness and competitiveness versus nurturing and collaboration. Some cultures, like the United States and Germany, lean towards masculinity, valuing achievements, ambition and material success. On the other hand, for more feminine cultures, like Sweden and the Netherlands, emphasize quality of life, relationships and work-life balance. Now think of this, you are designing a landing page for your online store, understanding whether your target audience values assertiveness or nurturances can help you craft the right tone, imagery and even color schemes that resonate with their cultural preferences. By aligning with their values, you can optimize your conversion rates and create a compelling user experience. Let's move on to our third dimension, power distance. 
This dimension explores how different cultures perceive and handle inequalities in power and authority. Some societies, like India or Mexico, have a high power distance, where hierarchies are respected and authority figures are admired. In contrast, low power distance cultures, such as Sweden or Denmark, strive for more democratic and equality. So how can you use power distance? Well, when you understand the power distance preferences of your target audience, you can design your website in a way that appeals to their expectations. Whether it's showcasing authority figures, testimonials from respected individuals, or promoting a sense of equality. This next dimension is very interesting. It's uncertainty avoidance. This dimension reflects how cultures handle doubt, risk and change. Some societies, like Japan or Germany, have a high uncertainty avoidance, prioritizing stability, structure and rules. Meanwhile, cultures with low uncertainty avoidance, such as the Netherlands or Sweden, embrace flexibility, adaptability and experimentation. By understanding the uncertainty avoidance tendencies of your target audience, you can tailor your marketing messages to either provide a sense of security or highlight the benefits of embracing change. Last but not least, we have the dimension of long-term versus short-term orientation. Some cultures, like China or Japan, have a long-term orientation, valuing perseverance, thriftiness and traditions that spawn generations. On the other hand, short-term orientated cultures like the Netherlands or the United States, focus more on immediate gratification, quick results and adapting to the present. Highlighting the durability and the tradition of your products or services may resonate well with long-term oriented cultures. On the other hand, emphasizing the speed, efficiency and the instant benefits of your offering may be more appealing to short-term oriented cultures. And there you have it. We have journeyed through the captivating dimensions of the Hofstede model. Each dimension provides us with valuable insights into the different tapestry of cultures around the world. By recognizing and respecting these cultural nuances, we can run experiments in different countries with greater effectiveness. By tailoring our strategies, messages and experiences to the cultural preferences of our target audience, we can optimize conversions like never before. Thanks for listening to the show. For the show notes, questions or more information, you can join my Substack. You can find it on gnexperimentation.substack.com. If you need any help with your experimentation program, A-B testing or building a CRO team, feel free to reach out to me. Speak to you next week.